episode 16 of the Battle Academy podcast. My name is Monica. You may know me in game as Anthissa or on any of my social media platforms as Anthissa21. Thank you so much for joining me. I would like to start first off by offering my apologies. This episode was supposed to go out last week. Unfortunately, that did not occur. So instead, what you're getting isn't exactly the Go Battle League Season 5 preview like I had promised, but instead an overview of the season as it is already November 10th as I'm recording this and season five has already started. You may be well aware of what all the cups are and everything, but I do want to cover some of the PV poke information and uh, go over some of the top Pokemon for that, as well as discuss what I believe some of the issues about season five are and get into a little bit of discussion on that. Season five, as you may well know, is going to be an incredibly short season lasting from yesterday, from the time I'm recording this, unto the end of the month on November 30th. Niantic has also announced, or the Pokemon Go app itself has also announced, that season six is going to look completely different. So I do want to go over what some of the issues around season five are later on in the episode. But for now, let's just do a bit of a look at Season 5, the three different cups that are going to last a week each, maybe a little bit about what you can expect for each of those. First and foremost, Season 5 is not going to have any of the normal cup formats that we're used to. Great League, Ultra League, and Master League, and the Premier Cups for Ultra and Master League are not going to show up. Everything is going to be done within Great League rules, unless otherwise noted. So any Pokemon you already have built up, you may not be able to use them within restrictions. From my understandings, this was apparently done to make Go Battle League more new user friendly so that uh, new players have a chance to get in as well. Another major change, other than the fact that it's really short and we're not going to have the usual cup formats, is that all rank progressions starting from rank 3 all the way up through rank 10 will be based on the number of battles you win. Now, I don't know if anybody has calculated how many battles you need to win to progress each rank 3, 4, and so on. And of course, rank 1 and 2 are progression based on the number of matches you've completed. So you will still be able to get at least to rank 3 guaranteed. After that, Everything is based on the number of matches you win. This is a really interesting tactic. It takes out what I consider to be a bit of a cheat. It's basically a game exploit where you can tank a certain number of sets and then get a better MMR boost out of the matches you win from there on out up to a certain number. And putting everything as being win only kind of makes it weird, I think, because you're not always going to have the good matchmaking. So there will be no MMR numbers going on through any of this. Everything is number of wins only. You will not see a number from 1600 to 3000 designating which rank you're going to make it to. Some of the things they did keep going further is that there is still no walking requirement for the Go Battle League. With the pandemic numbers rising and the number of cases rising, and this isn't just here in the US, I know we have that problem, but there are issues globally with the pandemic people in other countries hitting the second wave and so on. And 
yeah, we've recently got some breakthroughs where vaccines are concerned, but for now, it is still kind of crisis mode at the moment. So by keeping the walking distance not required for Go Battle League, I really, really greatly appreciate that. And I'm sure there's a good number of other battlers who also appreciate that. Also, good friends level for battling, for doing remote tournaments like Sylph League is still enacted. Thank goodness. I personally believe that's going to be one of those things they kind of end up keeping because everybody's gotten so used to it that at this point that to remove it, you're going to have a riot. If it ever goes back up to great friends, which takes a month to complete, you're definitely going to have some angry people. There is also, of course, the ability to scan a QR code and battle the person in front of you. But of course, you're not supposed to be having in-person battles. So there is a way to share those codes over technology of something like Discord. So that is still a good thing for Sylph Arena tournaments and the communities that host those. End of season rewards for season five are going to be exactly similar to season four. So expect the same things, uh, end of season, the certain amount of Stardust. If you make it to rank seven, you'll get an elite charged or fast TM. They specified which one in the blog update, but I couldn't remember which one it was and I stupidly forgot to write it down. My bad. And of course, hitting rank 10 gets you a Pikachu Libre, which I am trying to bust my butt to get, but for some reason it is inescapable. Maybe if I play as much as I possibly can this season, I will get there. But that's the problem. You get five sets a day across 30 days. So I'm wondering what the win classification is for getting to those ranks. They're also bringing back the chance to get legendaries once you hit rank seven in your catch rewards. However, they have specified that this will be limited only to season five. It will not be coming back for season six. While this is great and it is greatly appreciated, I think for a limited season such as this being only three weeks long, I think putting it in rank seven is a little bit not a good idea because it's going to be harder to get to rank seven. Putting it in rank four or maybe even five or six, I think would be a better tier for that reward. But that's just my personal opinion. I did not get past rank six last season, even though I had a killer team for Halloween Cup. But that's neither here nor there. All right, all of the new interesting information out of the way, let's talk about these three new cups because of course we're not getting Great League, Ultra League, or Master League, or the Premier Cups. Instead, what we are getting is this. Little Cup, which is going to run from the 11th, excuse me, the 9th to the 16th. I have it written down 11 slash 9, so I got a little out of whack there. Then is Kanto Cup, which is going to run from the 16th to the 23rd. And the Catch Cup, which is going to run from the 23rd to the 30th. And that, of course, is our three weeks. The Little Cup going on now has a CP limit of 500. And, of course, the Pokemon in that situation are limited. The Pokemon that are allowed are what in the card game would be considered basic or beginner stage kind of Pokemon. These are going to be your babies or your first form of any Pokemon that you've got available. If it evolves, it is not allowed to evolve. And if it does not evolve, it is not allowed. So this is how somebody's going to get away with if they somehow miraculously manage to catch a 500 CP Onix, they're going to have that in play. And yes, it is possible. I actually went against one yesterday. It was not fun. 
But there you go. Although I do have a Vulpix with Body Slam on it that is wrecking havoc. She's a sturdy little girl and I like her. <laughs> but that that's basically the limitations of Little Cup. I find this to be interesting and on par with something that Zoe Two Dots had done before when Battling first came out. She had baby battles. You had to have a low level CP Pokemon and it had to be a baby. You're looking at Clefable not Clefable, Cleffa, Eaglebuff, Pichu, Toga, Togepi, excuse me, and all the other little babies like Bonsley, so on and so forth. So this kind of fits in line with that in a way, but it it's all entry-level Pokemon, so to speak. I like this idea. It's interesting. I'd like to see more oddly limited cups like this as well. I know that uh, Silphorina had, I'm in a server for that called Silly Silph, and they had a rank one cup at one point where all of your Pokemon had to be rank one, which means the dot on the CP bar is all the way on the left. It cannot have any white line under it. So that was really, really interesting. I didn't get a chance to play in it, and the server's kind of gone radio silence. Hopefully they'll get it back going again. I would like to try out some more silly cup ideas. I think it'd be interesting. But yeah, this gives you a different kind of meta to play with and pick out Pokemon out of. Plus you have to consider, you know, do I power up this Pokemon? Do I give this baby a second move? If you look at it in a way of thinking, okay, this is a Pokemon I am going to build up for later, then you should probably consider the possibility of dumping some Stardust into it. But then again, it's all user choice. I'm personally taking Pokemon that only have one charge move and are as close to the CP limit as I can get because I don't have the Stardust to burn on building up other Pokemon. So hopefully if you're wise about how you build your team or look at your baby Pokemon, you've got a really good core set. Now, later on in the show, I am going to look at the PV Poke rankings for the Little Cup, so definitely stay tuned for that. There is one Pokemon that is guaranteed to kind of over-dominate, even though it probably shouldn't. If you've been looking through Twitter or other feeds, you probably know what I'm talking about already. Now, for the next two cups, I will go over what the basic rules for those are. I will focus on doing like a dive on those in the next in the next coming weeks. Pardon me, I will learn to talk and give like a basic idea of what to expect and possibly look at the PV poke rankings for those with the exception of the catch cup because of the rule set on it. So you can look forward to a Kanto cup overview and a catch cup overview as well. For the Kanto Cup, which is going to start on the 16th and run to the 23rd, you are looking at all of the Kanto Pokemon, all the Gen 1s. Now, I do get there are some people that are upset because they constantly go back into Gen 1 Pokemon all the time. Charizard is featured on everything. I get it. Trust me, I get it. There are awesome Pokemon all throughout every generation, and with as many Pokemon as there are, each one is somebody's favorite. Bound to be. Has to happen. Even Trubbish belongs as somebody's favorite. Not mine per se, but I know somebody's favorite out there is Trubbish. That's just the glory of having so many characters in this hugely evolved world. And yes, it is a world, and each region is based on a different spot in the world. It's beautiful. I love it. 
But I think kind of the thing here about constantly bringing back the Kanto, the Gen 1 Pokemon, is these are the OGs. There is a bit of a nostalgia about them. So doing a cup for Kanto Pokemon only, it could work. It I like the idea of the Kanto Cup. I know there are people that are not so happy about it. And yeah, people have been discussing their displeasure about it on Twitter and everything. But I think Kanto Cup, not too bad. We may see Yodo Cup or Shino Cup or Hoenn Cup come up in Season 6, depending on how well people receive Kanto Cup. So this is also a unique kind of experience here where we're seeing a limitation in a different way not based on cp limitation but based on dex entry of course the the dex entry for kanto cup is limited from 1 to 151 so everything from bulbasaur to mew 2 or yeah mew 2 is 151 However, Alolan Pokemon are also eligible in this because that is their dex number entry. Vulpix has the exact same dex entry as Alolan Vulpix, so on and so forth. So that's an interesting spin as well. I do look forward to Kanto Cup. I hope it goes well, and I hope we see some other region-limited cups come up as well. And I think if we get to the certain ones that matter, we'll see that the Galarian forms will be allowed as well, like the Alolan forms were. This cup follows Great League rules, so everything is going to be CP 1500 and under. And if you already use Alolan Pokemon or Kanto Pokemon for Great League, you've probably got some already built up that are going to totally smash the meta and do exceptionally well. So that is definitely worthwhile and worth considering. The final cup is the one that I've heard the most grumbling about and honestly within reason. The catch cup running the last week from the 23rd to the 30th, you can only use Pokemon you've caught since season five started. Great league rules apply. So CP 1500 and under. However, this is going to play a little more like a premier cup. Mythicals are not allowed. If you have legendaries, those are okay, but Mew, Celebi, Victini, so on and so forth in that category will not be allowed. Probably for the fact that most people playing Battle League, most of us who have been here since June 2016, we've already got our legendary, or excuse me, mythicals at this point. I know I've already acquired Mew, Celebi, and Victini, which I picked up in GoFest this year. GoFest, I pardon the weirdness that just happened there. My bad. But yeah, because not everybody's going to have those, or they're still working on them, or maybe they've saved it to pick up at some other time for some kind of bonus, those are not going to be allowed for the Catch Cup. And let me tell you, I understand exactly why the Catch Cup is the most grumbled about of these three new cups. And that is because there is no guaranteeing good IVs on anything if you've only got between from the 9th to the 30th to pick it up. If you're catching wild Pokemon, those IVs could be all over the map. So one of the things that I've heard that's really interesting is you could always get and save research encounters that reward Pokemon because those are bound to reward you decent IVs. So definitely keep that in mind. And that's not just for the regular research tasks. That's also for like the special research tasks as well. If you're still working on the animation week, which ends in a day or two as of the time of this recording, or if you still haven't finished out your Victini research, or your uh, spooky message unmasked research, you can definitely 
work the rest of the way through those as quick as you can. Now you can't use the Victini, but whatever you pick up from the Animation Week research or the Spooky Message research, as long as it's not mythical, is definitely fair game for this cup. So that's definitely the tactic I would take in these first two weeks before the Catch Cup comes up. That way you're going to have at least some decent Pokemon. So best of luck to you going into these three cups. It's going to be a very interesting journey, I think, to see how Pokemon Go app plays with these different kinds of restrictions. We're looking at three different restrictions. Time of catch, CP limit restrictions and evolution restrictions, as well as dex entry restrictions. So I'm guessing this is kind of like research with Halloween Cup and Flying Cup having been the first two tests to see how well Restricted Cups would work in the mobile app format. Now I know those of us who do Silphorina, we already know Restricted Cup works, but you got to remember doing a trainer battle one-to-one by sending invites is a different beast than hitting the battle button and getting randomly matched up with somebody on Go Battle League. So I do appreciate that they're taking the shot at testing these out. Be sure and let Niantic and Pokemon Go app know what you think about these cups and tag them. But remember, be kind to the developers. They are people on the other side of that screen, humans who deserve to be at least treated with some kind of decency. Don't go yelling and cursing and all of that stuff. But Give them feedback about these cups. That is the important part here. You know, play the little cup and say, hey, I liked battling with these Pokemon, but I think you could change it by making the CP a little bit higher or a little bit lower or play with something like that. Or I didn't enjoy the catch cup at all because I didn't have any good IVs on my Pokemon to make them battle worthy. So please don't do something like that again. Let them know. That's what they're angling for. They want the feedback. And yes, We have seen over the course of this past summer, they do listen to feedback. It's not always great what comes out of it afterwards, but they are listening. So that's definitely worthwhile to consider. Okay, I said I would go into the PV poke for Little Cup and give you some of the top rankings on those. I am going to do this kind of quickly because... This is taking a little longer than I expected (laughs) for a show on three tiny little cups. All right, your top Pokemon due to your top Pokemon based on PV poke rankings. I am having an issue with talking today for some reason. Pardon me. Number one is Bronzor. Number two, why not? Number three, Cottony. Number four, Dino, Shelmet, Wooper, Shadow Stunky, Lickitung, Barboach, Igglybuff. Seal, Volibee, Vulpex, Powinard, and Shadow Vulpex will round out your top 15. These are all itty-pitty Pokemon. Of course, they're going to be. Your CP can't get higher than 500. And the disaster causer of all of them is Bronzor. It's really interesting. PV Poke gives it a score of 99.5. The next closest is Why Not? It, but it's at... 86.7. Bronzor basically destroys the meta for some reason if you have it built right. Confusion, Psy Sock, Psy Shock, and Heavy Slam are the movesets and takes wins against Cottony, Shelmet, Why Not, Alolan, Sandshrew, and Seal with losses against Dino, Shadow Stunky, Darumaka, Shadow Vulpix, and Volabi. But good luck getting 
any of those. Good night. Dino is ridiculous to find in the wild. Like, I've only found two, and they were months and months apart. Shadow Stunky, if you're lucky. <laughs> and I mean that seriously, because it's probably going to ask for a move to TM away frustration. However, we haven't had a rocket event for that, and Stunky is a brand new shadow. Darumaka, again, another hard-to-get Pokemon. Shadow Vulpix? I've got one. However, the IVs are horrible. And again, you'll probably have to TM away Frustration, which we don't have an event for that right now. And then, of course, Vullaby, or Vullaby. I call it Vullaby. I've heard it Vullaby, though. Good luck getting the Shadow Eggs. A friend of mine, Tula the Cat, she had two open slots, did everything necessary, beat a leader, did not get a Shadow Egg at all. So that is an issue you have to deal with there as well. So Bronzor counter-wise, good luck there if you can counter it. Um, I know there's Dinos out there if you're lucky enough to have one that are worthwhile, but ooh, most of the Dinos I have I think are over 500. That Bronzor is a pain in the butt. And there was an infographic I found. I will try to find and dig up a link for that infographic. But basically, they said Bronzor is winning even though it shouldn't <laughs> technically win. So that is causing chaos for everything. And then, of course, all your little babies, Iglybuff and Cottony, why not? Whooper, definitely worthwhile to get your hands on some of those. Barboach, I would definitely recommend if you can find a Barboach right now. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you might have better luck with that than me. So... <laughs> And the good thing about these is you can build them up once you're done with the little cup and make them into respectable Pokemon for, say, a Sylph Arena match or something. Because you get that Barboach built right and evolve it to a Wishcash afterwards, you've got a very good stonky, excuse me, stocky little fishy for Silphorina at least. And he does good in GBL as well. And that is going to be your top 15 from pvpoke.com. In the back half of the episode, I will talk about your Pokemon of the week. And no, it's not Bronzor. <laughs> because I, I do that and I want it to be something that you can easily get your hands on. So definitely look forward to that in the second half of the show. That's a lot of information in the first half of the show. And I still haven't covered everything yet. <laughs> I think we're doing pretty good. I think we're doing pretty good. All right. I am going to take a quick water break. And when I come back, talk about some of the issues with season five and why it could cause a problem. Definitely something you want to mention to Niantic Labs and Pokemon Go app on Twitter or social media in general, just to give them your feedback, as well as your Pokemon of the week. And of course, a talk about an AP Battle Academy term for this week as well. All of that right after the break. It's time for my least favorite part of the show. Shameless self-promotion. Oi! <laughs> I know you guys don't like hearing ads and stuff, but it, it helps pay the bills sometimes, you know? And bills are important too. 
All right. If you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And it means a lot to me. If you're enjoying this show, you can also check out my other podcast, Catan Public Radio, where I discuss news and events from Catan World Explorers, which is currently still in beta in New Zealand and Australia, as well as Denmark in Sweden, um, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there's four different places testing out the game. I try to do my best to make sure that's bi-weekly updates. Although last week, like this week, like for this episode, I struggled getting that one done as well and uh, ended up not posting it. My bad. You can listen to this podcast and Catan Public Radio just about anywhere where podcasts are streamed or hosted. Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, if you're listening on either one of those, go ahead, give me a review and a rating and let me know what you think about it. I'd greatly appreciate it. You can also get this podcast on Spotify and Amazon Podcasts as well. They started doing podcasts as well. And also, you can find it posted, I I try to keep it updated as constantly as I can, on YouTube. And I'm Gonna try and start doing some video stuff for that as well. If you're listening to this episode on YouTube, do me a favor, I would greatly appreciate, and hit the like and subscribe and uh, ring the little bell. You'll get a notification anytime a new episode gets posted. It greatly appreciate it if you just take a moment to do that. You can also find me on social media if you have any questions, comments, concerns, constructive criticism as well. My social media handles are Twitter at anthisa21, Instagram, anthisa.21. The dot is important. You'll end up getting somebody else entirely if you don't. Or you can send those messages to me through email, anerdblog at gmail.com. And uh, that for any of my shows that I do, even for my Twitch shows, you can send me any content or questions, comments, whatever, through those social media handles. And yes, Twitch. I will have my Twitch up and running. I was streaming last night and I will try to do my best to have a regular schedule set up. I believe I am going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday evenings to do the video game streaming on Twitch, mostly Nintendo content if you're interested in that. Although I do kind of want to get into doing some Xbox stuff too. The new Assassin's Creed game came out and I've been wanting to play that as well as playing my run on uh assassin's creed odyssey as well so if you're interested in any kind of alternate gaming or whatever you can look me up on twitch and of course i'm going to finish this out by discussing the two things that i've been talking about getting done i finally got them done if you're interested Sorry if that's a little loud. (laughs) I'm just excited I finally got the stuff done. You can check out the Discord channel for Pegasus Podcasts and Gaming. I am going to try and have an invite link posted in my Instagram shortly. As soon as I can figure out how to get one set up. So you can check that out chat with other people who enjoy these games. I also have sections set up not just for Pokemon Go and Catan, but also for... PC gaming, Xbox gaming, and Pokemon, or not Pokemon, Nintendo gaming (laughs) as well. So I kind of want it to be this open and inclusive place. And you can look for that on my Instagram. I will try to post it on my Twitter as well as adding it to my link tree, which is in my bios on any of my social media. And 
Also, if you're interested in supporting and doing more than just listening, my Patreon is now live. For a dollar, you'll get a special name on the Discord Discord server and a Patreon-only Discord chat channel. So that's kind of interesting. If you get higher, if, if you end up being one of those people that decides to donate $20 a month, there is a contributor tag that you'll get and you'll help me create content for Patreon and for the Discord channel. So if you're interested in any of that, there's all kinds of stuff up and the second tier of the $5 donation will get you the AR wallpaper that I will do monthly and November's wallpaper is already up and live. I know I don't have anybody on Patreon yet, but if you're interested, it's a rather adorable picture of a Vulpex. If I do say so myself, I think I did a pretty good job with this one. I'll try and post a teaser in my Instagram stories at some point so you guys can get a look at that and kind of weigh whether or not you're interested in joining the Patreon. But if you do, at certain tiers, you will get podcast shoutouts and Twitch shoutouts as well. So if if you want a little recognition, definitely worth thinking about, hopefully. Even if you end up just saying, ah, I think I'll stick with a dollar, you know what, that's fine too. Any amount is more than I deserve, trust me. And I think I'm going to try and do every so often uh, wallpaper commissions through coffee. Uh, if you don't know about coffee, it's basically buy me a coffee app and you can donate any kind of price you want. I think for like a small two to three dollars, I have no problem making a wallpaper for anybody. So that's another way if you want to think about that. Once I get that set up, I will add that to my link tree as well. And of course, give a notification when that goes live. All right. I am through with the most awkward part of the show. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sorry if that is not your jam. Just the fact that you're listening means more than enough to me. So you don't have to worry about joining the Patreon or whatever. If you want to just hang out with me on Twitch or in the Discord server, I would more than greatly appreciate it. Heck, even just commenting on my Instagram post makes my day. So, and as I said before, just the fact that you're listening to this makes my day more than you will ever know. Because I started this, I was so nervous that I wouldn't even get one listener and yet, You all are just making my day every week, and I more than appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Before we get into the very end of the show, the Pokemon of the Week and your Battle Academy term, we're going to talk a little bit about some issues that exist with Season 5. That's mainly the Stardust cost and what Pokemon do you give a second move to and what Pokemon do you TM for said second move? Plus, of course, the issue with Catch Cup, which I think I pretty much covered that earlier in the front half of the show. But yeah, the issue with Season 5, it's not Stardust friendly. It's not going to be. I get that they want to make it accessible to new players, but not everybody's going to have bucket loads of Stardust to spend on this. And I don't know. Plus the issue with spending for second moves, that's Stardust and candy as well. Now there are some Pokemon where you probably have enough candy. Like I've got over 1,500 Pikachu candy that I can't get rid of. But um, (laughs) then, of course, the limited resources of which Pokemon do I TM? Which do I just leave? Do I worry about building a 
Pokemon anyway. And it's all a lot to consider. And it's definitely worth giving Pokemon Go app your feedback to let them know that this is something you're kind of concerned about, especially if you want to be a regular GBL battler or if you decide, mm, this isn't my place, this isn't for me, and decide to turn tail and stick straight with Stealth Arena. Although, I do think doing some Go Battle League to help you out with your Stealth Arena is definitely worth considering. Because no matter what, when you finish a set, you get some Stardust. So even if you just decide to tank out of everything, you're at least going to get some Stardust out of that. But yeah, definitely worth considering definitely worth giving Niantic your two cents about it. But remember, the people on the other side of the computer are people. They are humans. Please treat them the way you'd want others to treat you. That's all I'm asking. Let's be decent and civilized and not make people think we're absolute a-holes. All right. I think that pretty much covers the main issues, the main questions and qualms. I think I want to post a poll on this to kind of run at least for the rest of the week, get everybody's feedback, all of you battlers and girls at PvP. Let me know what you think about the cup setup and what your questions and concerns about it are. Let's kind of generate something where we can give them feedback on what we're concerned and what we're worried about. All right, let's talk Pokemon of the week. I wanted a Pokemon that everybody would be able to get their hands on. Something you possibly have in your inventory already and something that you could build up for Great League or Silphorina once the little cup is done. That's why this week my Pokemon of the week is going to be number 13 on pvpoke.com's little cup list, and that is Volpex. The set move they're requesting is Ember, Body Slam, Flame Charge, takes wins against Cotney, Shelmet, Dino, Alolan, Sandshrew, and Darumak Darumaka, with losses against Bronzor, Shadow Stunky, Why Not, Seal, and Lickitung. Fast move set is Ember and Quick Attack, but the preference is pretty evenly split, so either way is a good fast move, <clears throat> with Ember doing just a little more in the preference slot at 53 versus 46. For charge moves, they recommend Body Slam, Flame Charge, Flame Thrower, and Return, which is if you have a purified Vulpix, which you can also get your hands on as well. However, not very many people are using Return as it's got a 6% pr preference with Body Slam and Flame Charge taking the leads at 45 and 33 percentage. Its only weaknesses are Ground, Rock, and Water, with resistances to steel, ice, grass, fire, fairy, and bug. So it's looking like a very good sturdy Pokemon. The IVs they're looking for, rank 1 is level 23, with IVs of 0, 15, 14. I happen to have a little Vulpex that has Body Slam on it. I think it's charge move or fast move is quick attack. I'll have to take a better look at that and get that adjusted. Plus, if you get a good IV'd Volpex or you have one and it is within the 500 limit, you can go ahead, give it a second move. Don't be afraid to spend its 10, 10 dust and 25 candy, I believe. And a well-built Ninetales can do damage in Great League and Self Arena. If you TM it right. It's just a great little Pokemon to build up. It takes some really good wins. Bronzor is still going to be a problem no matter what, but I think it's a problem for just about everybody. 
So definitely, definitely, definitely consider Vulpix if you have one. Just kind of dig through. Plus, with the last couple of events that we've had, Vulpix were so plentiful. So if you have one you haven't evolved yet, definitely consider putting a little bit of a Stardust investment into it to make it really good for this little cup. And when you're ready at the end, you evolve it, and it'll be ready for Great League if we get Great League back in Season 6. Plus... You'll have it for Kanto Cup at the end of the week if you just do the Evolve. So there you go. There's a Pokemon that if you put a little effort into it now, it's going to be a great fire starter <laughs> going in across two different Great League Cups. Definitely consider it. And finally, to round out the show, your AP Battle Academy word for today or term is going to be matchup coverage. I think this is an interesting thing, and this is where PV Poke kind of comes into play. And you can use the rank my team or team builder function that they have in their map to kind of take a look at some of this and see how well your team plays out in Silphorina or in Great League and whatnot. And matchup coverage is basically the subset of eligible Pokemon that a given Pokemon is able to effectively counter or check. Basically, you take a look at what we were looking at for the Volpex. What does it get the wins against? What does it get the loses, losses against? Excuse me. And those key wins that the Volpex takes, that's its matchup coverage. That's where it's going to do the best and really shine. So it's definitely worthwhile to consider, especially in Sylph Arena when you get those metas. Like we are currently going through the Marsh Cup right now. And I would be doing some Marsh battles this week. Unfortunately, due to election stress, I was not able to put together a team fast enough. And I think I'm going to end up missing out this month. It kind of sucks. Maybe I'll do some Ghost Stadium Flash battles instead to kind of get my um, Sylph ranking to keep going up. Hopefully. Cross my fingers. But it is definitely worthwhile to consider the match coverage match up coverage that your Pokemon has when you build your team because you don't want to leave weaknesses open to your opponent. So consider how you build your team and what works best for covering the meta. You're basically looking at getting the main Pokemon in the meta and getting something to counter it so that you have a balance of covering everything in the meta because Pokemon have different match cup coverages for each one that you build. So definitely consider that going further. This is probably the longest show I've ever run. All right. And with that, <laughs> and my weird randomness that happens, that is going to be a show. This one was really packed with information today. Thank you so much for listening and joining me. I know this is a lot of ramblies. I try to organize everything and set it up the way I want to. And sometimes my brain just scrambles it anyway. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for joining me. Hope you consider Vulpex going into Little and Kanto Cup and make sure that you give Niantic feedback and Pokemon Go app feedback on what you think of these cups and check out my Twitter, my Discord, and my Twitch and join me and talk with me. It's greatly appreciated all the way around. Thank you so much. Have a great, wonderful, whatever time of day it is, wherever you're at. I will see you all next week.